Welcome to Honest Conversations. The show, do you know what, I'm pretty bored with the show. The show that tackles awkward conversations in a humorous and direct kind of way. With me, Sarah Sharman, and Daniel Confino. You know what, you're doing so well, Sarah, I just leave it to you. Okay. Oh, there's a big rumble outside. That's a Harley D. Oh my gosh, why is Samir driving up this street? Well, I think uh, we'll need to start again. No, that was we don't. no, no. Why? It was a big rumble. Doesn't matter. I'll just forget about it. Life, we? part of life. Yeah. I mean, why do people drive Harley Davidsons? Oh, just to hit the open road, forget about their problems, and feel that rumble from the engine. Forget about their problems. Yes. Forgetting. Hard to forget, though, isn't it? you could train yourself. No, you can't. No? Well, you can't actually forget. No. You can overlay things. Ah, bury them away. You can learn techniques not to think about them. Aversion therapy. But you can't delete. We don't yet have the digital interface where you can download all the files in your little brain Mm. and then go through them on your screen and just delete that bad relationship one. Yeah. That you'd rather forget. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And is it really good? Is it healthy to forget? Well, I'm, I've often considered, you know, with a with a device, you can go into the menu. Right. And it says restore factory settings. Oh, yes, it? yes. That scrubs all your preferences, all your history, mm. all your personal stuff. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I feel like doing that with my brain. Okay. I mean, if I... If I if you know, I, I can see you can't delete individual files, you yeah. know, because that's kind of like, it, we're organic mm. synapses and complicated stuff, but you probably could just delete the lot yes. by doing something to the brain. I don't know what that would be. Yeah. But people have accidentally restored factory settings on things. And they if they have a bad knock to the head, they can forget a lot of stuff. Yeah, but then sometimes you go, oh, I didn't mean to do that. I don't want to start again. Yeah. And then I think trying to remember oh, how can I have that? Must I have a jaffa cake? Uh, you know, taking things back and building up again. You think, well, you have to give an example, Sarah, or no one will know what the f you're talking about. Okay, so in real life or on a device? Well, on a device, if you change the menu to have the things you use most often at the top. Your favourite pictures stored in a special folder, and then you've accidentally selected, gone to the menu and hit mm. oh reset to factory settings or original uh, setup. You you don't want to do that. You're like, but hang on, I was so used to having that. Doesn't it give you a choice? Does it, did you really mean to do this, or are you sure? Doesn't it say that for important stuff? I think it does these days, but before. Or sometimes you do things so quickly without thinking, and then it's gone. Yeah. Without thinking. Hmm. Gets you in a pickle sometimes, but not forgetting. Is that what we're doing? Not forgetting. Yes, we're talking about what we are now. Yeah, I I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) Yes, temporarily (laughs) forgot. Well, you know, memories are recorded as electrical charge. Hmm. It's the short-term stuff, which right. you can literally forget. 
Like, you went upstairs to get something, and when you got there, you couldn't remember. Yeah. And sometimes you never do. Yeah. That has generally, genuinely gone. Right. It never was stored at all. No. It was like you didn't press enter or whatever, you know, it just went. It was just like a piece of typing that you just went. You yeah. never stored it. You never saved it. But what happens with memories is they get saved, first of all, as salts. Mm-hmm. And then as proteins. Right. Did you know that? I didn't. I'm really quite useful to you. Your brain has some memories that are so organically integral to you that they actually become proteins and you can't forget them. I mean, can you forget to speak English? No. No. However hard you try. Yeah. You can't. Right. And that's probably the most fundamental long-term memory vocab thing you have. Yeah. Um, and then there's medium term stuff, which is still memory, but you're not conscious of it every day, which is deposited or stored as salts. Um, and uh, and then there's the electrical stuff, which mm. might or might not be saved, depending on how useful it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm wondering how long will I remember that I just had a Jaffa cake here? Mm. Do you think it's and something I'm going to be rem- remembering in a year's time? I'm going to have an anniversary of that Jaffa cake moment? Not an anniversary, but because now you have said to yourself, you've spoken, or oh, I had a Jaffa cake here, that that will help it stay longer in your memory because you've made note of it. You've... Yes, I'm, the more I talk about it, the more it stopped being electrical. Yeah. It starts becoming salt. I can I can hear the, the salt being ground onto it already, you know, it's mm. trying to sort of fix it. Yeah. We can store a lot of stuff up top, apparently. There's lots of capacity there. There is. But yeah. then sometimes we don't use that capacity to... And what's this show called? Not Forgetting. Yes. Which means reminding people of things. Yes. So in a year's time, you could make a note now, couldn't you? I could. To remind me in a year's time about the Jaffa Cake moment. Mm. And if you did do that in a year's time, it would make that whole thing into something much bigger. Yeah. And what things do you remind people about, Sarah? Other people's birthdays. What, so that they can example? Uh, oh, so-and-so's birthday coming up. And who are you telling that? Someone who knows the other person. Why like... would they need to be reminded? So, example, you're telling your brother yeah, that but... it's the other brother's birthday. Yeah. You might forget. You might forget. Has there been evidence of that? Uh, yes. Okay, well, I mean, what are you with, getting so-and-so? With these devices, you can, in about one minute, put... You know, so-and-so's birthday, repeat every, every year, year, done, make it an all-day thing, so it's right at the top of your, your little diary, whatever, Yeah. calendar. What's the difference between a diary and a calendar? A diary is a book form with uh, lots of space to write each event, and a calendar is like a quick reference guide, which you can flip on a chart, and it's... It's just single vision. Every all days on one page. You sure that's right? I. <laughs> you think you're unusually certain for all the discussions I've had about the difference between the two. You thought about that before, have you? Yeah, because my friend carries a calendar as his diary, which I think is so bizarre. <laughs> the calendar he just looks at what day, Tuesday, the eighteenth of the month. He's got oh, everything set out on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So is the difference between a calendar and a diary that a diary has something in it, whereas a calendar is like a blank thing, just showing you the days? Yeah. I mean, you can have a calendar 
you know, like one of those month on a page things, a physical yeah. one. Which I have one with a different camper van, for instance, on every month. Oh, nice. It's a really horrible one this year, oh, this yeah. month. It's got, you know, like a V, a T2, like mine, at the front. And then they've got this sort of like a caravan fitted on the back. Like a, oh. like a horrible oversized tortoise home oh. on the back. Anyway, but, you know, if you didn't write anything on the days, mm. then it would just be a calendar. Right. But if you'd written notes all throughout, you know, so-and-so's birthday, don't yeah. forget this, going there, theatre, blah, 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 would that make it diary? Or is that still a calendar? Uh, it's still a calendar. Okay, so a diary is a confessional for you. No. Well, there are different diaries. And anyway, we're getting a little off the subject here. There's forgetting and not allowing people to forget. Right. So people might have forgotten because it was inconvenient, embarrassing, awkward. Yeah. Like what they did last year at Mm. the same event, the birthday party, the Christmas lunch. But if you remind people or you don't allow them to forget, what are you doing? You're jogging their memory. <laughs> no, you're forcing them to confront. Oh, oh. Relive. Oh. In relationships, does that happen between people? Yes. What are these things called? I'm going to help you here. Okay. They're called hot buttons. Ah, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. So when one or the other is criticising, mm-hmm. the other one will respond by pressing a hot button. Right. It won't be related to whatever they're being accused of, you know, like, do you remember, you know, you just wasted £20 on something, you know, because you didn't look, mm. or you didn't, and then that person will respond and say, well, that's nothing compared to you, you know, all those years ago, whatever, you sold our car, you sold our house, yeah. you sold our gold deposits, whatever, at the wrong time. Oh. So they just use these things, and then, so you're never allowed to forget. Okay. Now... Some things, of course, are good to remember, aren't they? Yeah. What example? To be reminded. Don't you, do you find that when you sit around with your siblings or with good friends, when you run out of immediate things to talk about people or someone, do you remember that time mm. when whatever? Yeah. Do you like that? I, yeah. Yeah, it's always good to remember the good times. Do you have family stories that get retold? And yeah. they get funnier or more, whatever, each time they get retold. I don't think they're ever stories, but if we ever mention my dad's laugh or imitate it, it's enough to just get everybody laughing. And that, why are you giving me your Jaffa coat? I want them out of reach, the Jaffa coat, <laughs> so I'll just carry on eating them. <laughs> but, uh, and you're organising a romantic dinner for us, lunch rather, aren't you? I am. Yes. Mm. I remember. And for anyone who listened to the last show, I don't know where that's going to be. You don't. I've changed what I've mentioned. You said to me, when I said I want a romantic lunch, you said... I know just the place. And that's all you have to say. And I remembered that. just have to remember that further down the line. Uh, So, yeah, no, there are things... A good story always brings back memories. And then to the extent that you can feel like you're in that moment again... Actually, I was listening to the radio the other day. Not so much listening, it was in the background, but they were talking about Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. All of oh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. If you can't pronounce it, it's the first line. Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, 
Yes, and they were uh, a mother and daughter were dealing with a, a grandmother who keeps reliving when her husband was alive. And they thought it's not such a bad thing to let her think that her husband's still alive or have a, when she's having maybe a bad day, but is it really a good day because she's remembering good stuff? Is it good for them? Is it healthy for them to take her out of that memory and say, oh no, your husband's been dead for so many years. Mm. This is what's currently happening. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can see the problem there. Mm. Um, we forgot to look at the clock, by the way. I did look at the clock. I think we're just going to have to skip the record in this part. Well, yeah, it's only one forty-six. Should we jump to that one? Um, no, it's too late. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think you're, you're talking about here, you know, if somebody really isn't in close contact with reality anymore mm. because of their faulty cognition, you know, yeah. then... Is it best to keep reminding them of what really happened? I mean, how is that helpful yeah. to them? Mm. As opposed to letting them believe something. Yeah. Um, because they're going to forget it anyway. Yeah. I mean, at the extreme end of some of these things, they can't remember who's who. They think if you come into the room, they haven't seen you for the last 20 years. Because mm. um, they've forgotten everything about you. Yeah. And that, But we're not talking about that. These are, these are sort of weird elements of... Um, you know, inability to remember. Yeah. I'm talking about... But the good memories, just to bring it back to the good memories that they're going through from the past, should be enjoyed by those yes. around them and so, be like... Exactly. So not forgetting mm. has this dual aspect. Yeah. One is not losing sight of good things. Yeah. Having reminders of what a great time you've had. And maybe you're going through a bad patch with somebody. Yeah. And how are you going to measure up the bad thing you're going through now compared to the however many years of great stuff? Yeah. So at any moment in time, you should, in a relationship, be able to roll off, not in a list form, but, you know, be able to say, look, let's just get up some perspective on this. Mm. I used to do it with my kids, our kids. And if they had some criticism for me, mm. I'd say, look, okay, um, I'm, I'm happy to listen to the criticism, but can you just put it in perspective? Right. I mean, do I do good stuff for you? you know, okay. Is this like out of character, whatever you're going to talk about? You know, is it is it very unusual or are you raising it because you and you've dismissed all the good things I've done? It doesn't really count. You can't just lose it in all the good things. You want to make a big fuss about it. Mm. And, so, and then they usually takes a sting out of them a little bit, you know. Right. Because they only focus on that one thing. And I'm saying back off. Yeah. And I learned this from Meryl Streep, who I met in the Harrods Food Hall years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, in um, Kramer versus Kramer. Right. She was given some luck, which is about a messy divorce mm. with Dustin Hoffman. Well, you know, not really. They were never married, were they? Mm. Um, you know, she's, she's, she's been unfaithful after many years of marriage. And she's given some lines for her script about apologising and, you know, doing penance and everything. And she turns around and says, no, you know, I, I'm an amazing mother mm. and, and wife for all these years. Yeah. And then in the last six months, something went wrong. Yeah. But I'm not going to be have all that forgotten mm. just because of the thing I did most recently. I mean, yeah. doesn't that count for anything? Yeah. Um, and I think it's a bit like that. Mm. You know, that you, you've got to be able to make that speech, do that 
that speech to remind somebody of all the great things that have happened so they can suddenly see the little interruption. Yeah. It's a bit like when they show graphs of, of stock markets. Yeah. They show you the graph since 1903. Mm. And then the great crash of 2008 or something just looks like a little blip. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you were in the great crash of 2008, yeah. you'd look like a massive thing. One day, record fall. And when you stand back and look at it over the last 100 years, it's kind of like just a little knock on the relentless rise. And I'm, I'm trying to suggest that in a, in a relationship, you need that graph. Yeah. You need all those things that went into getting you up there. Yeah. And you need to be able to remember them yeah. and talk about them emotionally. Which takes a lot to like that, do. Like time we were in Venice, do you remember, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so that's what they're not forgetting. But there's another side to not forgetting, mm. which is when you don't allow somebody to ever get off the hook for something they, wrong that they did. Yes. So these are the two things that we need to talk about today, Sarah. Yes. I know you're about to say something. It's okay, I can hold on to it. we have to listen to our sponsors. No. As hold your breath. It could be bronze. Might be silver if you're really lucky. It could be a gold one. I don't know, but you know. But try today. Don't forget, you can listen to this radio station on the Get Me Radio platform. Download the Get Me Radio app and listen on your Android or Apple mobile phone and a whole range of TV apps such as Roku, Fire, Android and Apple TV. You can also listen on Alexa and Google Home devices. Just search for Get Me Radio. Download the apps and listen to this radio station on your favourite devices. Back to the conversation. So I almost forgot what I was going to say before our lovely commercial sponsors. It was only an electrical stage. Exactly. Very quick to lose that. You don't save it. Yeah. Do you know how you can save things which are only electrical? Talk about them. Talk. Repeat them. Yeah. Mention them to somebody. That's how you remember jokes. All those people that say they can never remember a joke, it's because they never retold it. Yeah. I'm terrible at a joke. But you were saying that... Uh, recalling memories and situations is good to get off the hook or just explore something in from what I took from it to explore something and actually find a ground where both people can see what's gone on but people there was a great show actually did you watch The Affair? Oh, on, no. on Sky it was retelling stories from different characters perspectives yes so they'd remember things differently yeah of course and it'll be good to actually if the two if two characters came together and spoke about something and then they say well actually no if you remember correctly you did this and i did that mm. and the oven wasn't turned on like they'd come to a better better conclusion i think you're raising a, a new point is i'm saying that there's these forms of not forgetting one is not letting go of good memories, right. know, being reminded so that you keep a sense of perspective, mm. um, even when something not great has happened. You know, yeah. just look at it like I was saying, like the share price graph. You know, for a hundred years, it, when you look at it that way, it's just the terrible crash of twenty oh eight looks like well, not too bad really, just a little blip. It quickly recovered, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's not allowing somebody to forget, yeah, which is just a way of taunting them and mm. putting them down. And, and responding when they raise something that you don't like. Yeah. But I think you're raising another point, which is what people think of as 
what really happened. Okay. Their memory yeah. isn't the same as the other guys. Right. So, you, the, the, you know, if you both, if you ask two people what happened mm. at that lunch party which you ruined or the Christmas lunch that you ruined or whatever, yeah. one of these hot buttons that you, when you're not allowing something, it could be that there's a very different view about why they did it, what they did, what the reaction was. Yeah. You know, so eventually a narrative emerges in most families. Right. Which is what I mean is like an, the accepted version. Okay. And people don't no longer argue about it. Yeah. You know, that's what happened. It's quite a scary process to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, yeah, if someone's coming up and saying, oh, do you remember this? And this is, you're being confronted and you, you think, oh, what? Did I do that? Did that actually happen? Or, I don't know. Oh, it, oh, there's a lot. There's a lot. You won't believe it. Daniel. What's the first thing you should say when you're when you're uh, accused of something? Should you look like you're th trying to remember? Or should you, you know, how should you react immediately? I think you should look like you're trying to remember. No. No. Wrong. Oh. I'm going to give you a second chance, but I'm. I'm sorry. I don't remember. No. No. Oh God. Uh, my last life here. Uh, you're being accused of something. Yes. You don't know anything about it. You don't right. know whether it happened. You're not sure yeah. what you do. Can you remind me of the situation? No. No? Oh, shoot. I, I, I don't know. This could be where it's all going wrong for you. Okay. You deny it. Oh, right. How do you deny it? Just straight up, I didn't do that. Yeah, I was... Maybe you want to do something a bit more subtle in case you want to hear more of their story. You want them to come out and tell you more because maybe they will jog your memory and maybe you need to know more. Yeah, it's always good to know more. Uh... What's the most classic thing to say? There are always two... two sides to every story. Right. Okay. Just to, you know, just to sort of put, like, you know, there are always two sides to every story. Why don't you... Tell me what you think happened. Right. Why don't you give me your recollection? Okay. Recollection's a good word, isn't it? Because it's not what happened. It's your understanding. If you say what happened, what's wrong with that? Then you're taking it as their story is fact. Yeah. Then they're, they're telling you what happened. Yeah. If you say, why don't you give me your recollection? Yeah. Your faulty, hazy, alcohol-fused, mm. drug-crazed recollection yeah i mean obviously you don't say that but there's <laughs> elements of that yeah for something that happened x years ago or whatever mm -hmm. so you know you're just pushing back a bit because you, you don't want to be because in, in families there is a narrative right if you don't push back okay so you can be targeted targeted or tagged tarred couldn't really come up with the right word. I was sort of stuck between tarred and tagged. And... I thought you were just listing different options that you could use. I liked it. Yeah, you, know, you, you can sort of see the word, the workings of my mind sometimes. You'd be playing word all too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and eventually Daniel becomes the this in the family and Simon becomes the that in the family and Joe yeah. and David and Ruth. You know, we get tagged because we didn't push back enough. I was the quiet one, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The dutiful one, the studious one, the this one, the that one. I hated it all. I wasn't any of those things. Yeah. Just wanted lots of sex as a young man. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, 
So, I'm sorry, I spoiled it by mentioning that, didn't I? But, um, I mean, I do remember quite a lot of my... Well, after you said that, you went silent, so I thought you were having a memory of... I was, I was thinking about <laughs> some of the best times I had as a young man. I mean, you know, like, like, if I think about it, you know, I'm sure a lot of women have said very interesting, charming and witty things to me. I've forgotten them all, but mm. a couple of them, you know. I remember other things about them. Yeah. Mm. Um, so that just, I mean, I don't know how that's helpful no. right now. But the point we're making is that there's forgetting. What are the facts in the forgetting and the not forgetting? Mm. I mean, maybe when you say, Daniel, don't you remember that amazing time we went to Venice and we went to the Dauphine and you say, no, I, I never went to Venice with you. Mm. Or, no, all I remember was that time you had a furious row with the waiter and it thoroughly embarrassed me and, and we, you know, we had the police called. Mm. Uh, or, do you see what I mean? Yeah. So there can be the, you know, the, what do people actually take away from these things? And depending on whether people are trying to be helpful or not, they can remember those bits selectively. Mm. Nobody choose to emphasise those. Well, they can just misremember, as in it didn't even happen, or it happened with somebody else, or not on that occasion, or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. So, they, you know, there's, there's this kind of selective thing when you only choose to remember the bad bits in life. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure Jane, if required, could list a whole bunch of things which I had done, which I'm not proud of. Right. But, you know, she could list a bunch of things that I've done which are amazing. Yeah. And if she just did one list or the other... People would end up with a very different impression of me, but of course the truth is it's a balance. Yeah. I've done some good things and I've done some not so good things. And at the end of the day we're only human, so this is yeah. how it goes. So I think that what we're saying is, um, what about if somebody's done a really bad thing? Is it good to keep reminding them of it or should there be a point? No, I think you should I say I say I say I think you should do this, but have I actually done it? Probably not. You should confront them about it and say, I wasn't happy with the way this went or what happened then. And just let them know where you stand. And then hopefully they can say... I'm going to tell you what's wrong with that. Oh, gosh. Sarah, Everything. Only after we've heard a bit of music. Oh, music. Some light relief. Thank goodness it wasn't our commercial sponsors. <laughs> Keep forgetting you don't love me no more. I keep forgetting you don't want me no more. Keep forgetting that you told me that you didn't want me around anymore. But this stupid love just can't play on the street like they've done so many times before. And it's Everything that was wrong with what you just did, yeah, or said, yeah. 
So if there's something that you've done that's wrong, mm. you know, you know, it's your bad, whatever it's called. Mm. It's a bit like on the internet. You can never scrub anything. You know, if you said something when you were 16, then eight years later somebody might find it and you lose your job mm. or whatever. And that, that whole idea of unforgiving business and getting back, and back, there has to be a way. You can't forget. We already discussed that. We don't have the, mm. the log of, of files as an organic brain. You can just go in and delete one of them. Mm. So you have to deal with it. So how do you think you deal with it? Not the way you were discussing it. I mean, I, you have to come out. You have to make an apology. Yeah. Okay? You, and, and maybe you have to do something to put it all right. Yeah. Um, whatever that might be, but then you have to say, "Can I? Can I leave it that we're not going to hear about this again?" Oh, yeah. You have to make it into a. I've dealt with it. Mm. If you have dealt with it to their satisfaction, yes. And they are the only one that can decide if it is to their satisfaction. Mm. That's a legal term, by the way. In contracts, you write something other to my satisfaction. Mm. They don't like it, lawyers, because it's subjective. Yeah. You know, they can't be sure. You can just say, no, I'm not satisfied. Do it again. Mm. You know, and do, try harder. Yeah. Do more. Mm. My satisfaction. <laughs> and yeah. probably, probably one of those clauses in the um, Fifty Shades of Grey contract. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, Have you ever gone over stuff that someone said, oh, do you remember when you do that, did this and it's your fault? And then you go back over various situations, you think, actually, I've just recalled, I was quite open to taking the blame, but actually, if you look further into what happened, this, you did this, or you forgot to take the chicken out the oven. You do take the wrap, don't you? I do. For a quiet life. Not for a quiet life, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, you do. But I did realise... I know you do. Stop arguing with me. <laughs> do you do it to take... I mean, do you take the rap because it's easier and, you know, and then it's over? Yeah. Would you be the sort of person that confessed in the prison, in the police station, because then it would be over? Yeah. You think? Yeah, and I thought this last night... You agree with that? To an extent. So then that's what happens, isn't it? Mm. I went to a talk last week about not regretting. And they said, oh, has anyone in this room not got any regrets? And I thought, yeah, I've got no regrets in life. And then last night I was thinking, actually, I do have a regret in life. And I was thinking of a situation with a friend from years and years ago. I was like, they made me feel bad about a situation that I was going through. Yet, like, and I, I just took it. I was like, well, why are you making me feel bad when I already feel bad enough? But then, oh, yeah, so I, I regret what not... What have you said? I'm still working on that one. I need to think The two more. sides. There are two sides that we saw, yeah. Or some words to that effect, just a signal that you're not in agreement. Yeah, but I just agree. And I'm like, no, why are you doing that, Sarah? That's crazy. So, yeah, so my regret in life is just being so complacent. No regret. Is that Edith Pierre? Pierre? Oh, no, oh, yeah, I think Edith. Yes, because Jane actually had to go alone to a show at the Greenwich Theatre on Edith Piaf. There was a singer oh. interpreting her songs, and I was feeling really ill last night. Oh, no. So I went to bed at 7.30 with a, with a cup of tea, and she went on her own. And she should have thought of taking you. Yes. You'd have just beetled up to Greenwich, and we could have seen the show together. Oh, yes, definitely. And she didn't think of that. I was just feeling... And do you know what? I almost got the train to Greenwich, straight to Greenwich. So. Oh, dear. Well, see, but 
So look, we're saying that, um, yeah, you know, you shouldn't um, allow the narrative to emerge where you are played in a particular way. Yeah. And then that becomes the narrative, and then you can't challenge it once it becomes the narrative. Yeah. I mean, they say myth is more powerful than historical fact. Mm. I mean, Dick Turpin, did he ride to York on Boone? Was it Black? Was it? Was it Black Bess? <laughs> I don't know. What's the name of his horse? For God's sake, didn't know anything. I don't know. <laughs> but he, he he drove to York. He rode to York so quickly that it became an alibi. Right. Because uh, he couldn't have been in York where he made himself very visible. Yeah. And have done the dirty deed wherever it was. Within that time Because frame. you couldn't have got, you know, you couldn't have done that. Yeah. In those days. Yeah. Now, the whole of the York tourist industry is built on the Dick Turpin story. Hmm. And the Vikings, for some reason. As far as I know, the Vikings have nothing to do with York. They're all down in the Essex marshes, mm. you know, finding my wife's family. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, you know, there's a point at which, who cares whether Dick Turpin was a nice guy or Robin Hood was a nice guy, yeah. stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. It's now myth, legend. Mm. Who cares about the history? But it's not much different in the family context. And in relationships, mm. it gets to the point where somebody allows themselves to be cast in a particular role mm. as the bad person or this person or that person. And mm. you can't allow that to happen if it's not true. You must stand up and put your side of the story. Mm. Um, because as soon as you become cast in that way, yeah. um, then... You're getting emotional. Are you seeing something about what I'm saying here? I think you've got water in your eyes, so it's bringing water in my eyes. And that's because I've got a bad eye. I've actually got an appointment at Moorfield. I've got a bad eye. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, but I, I think we all get caught in that, Sarah. If you're seeing any truth in what I have to say and just trying to avoid being honest with me about it, then you're betraying the very nature of this conversation, aren't you? Mm. No, there is, there is. is there something I've said? resonates for you. Yes, and it's exactly what I was thinking last night. Which was? Well, if someone thinks one way of, of me or a situation, I'd let them have their account of it and just carry on with my life. Yeah, can you see that might not be a great idea? Yes. Mm. It's a bit like being forced to make a confession. And people do, I mean, under pressure, and I don't know how anyone would behave. I'd like to think that I would be strong enough to never sign that thing. Yeah. But I can imagine it's so terrible what they do to you, that at the time you don't give a monkey, you know that they'll use it against you. Yeah. But, um, but you, you know, for the five minutes of peace it gives you, or the, whatever, you're prepared to, um, to sign and not worry about it. Yeah. So I think that um, when we're talking about forgetting, remembering, you know, it's, I think we, we, we've got these three things, haven't we? One is remembering the good times and um, allowing people to forget not by not reminding them, not, on, not, not constantly reminding them of things, by having a way of dealing with it. Mm. So, it, you know, I'm sorry, let me do this to put it right. It won't happen again. You know, all the things, and then if I do that, can I agree? Can we agree that I won't be hearing about it again? Because I don't want to leave it 
in a way that you know, anytime you want to raise it yeah. to get ascendancy over me, yeah, uh, you're not going to do that. Yeah, a cheap little hot button to just remind me of something. No, it's gone, and if it hasn't gone, then you've corrupted the relationship because you've always left a kind of a fuse that can blow at any time. You know, mm. you have to have dealt with it and removed it. And that's what I mean by, in the context of not forgetting, mm. it is not mentioned, but it's been dealt with. The bad things are the things that are not mentioned and haven't been forgotten, mm. which is a different story. You right. know, not some, somebody's not forgetting the hurt that whatever you cause. But then they can but it's never, it's never been resolved. Yeah. Either. So you have to got it out, dealt with it. Mm. Yes. Why are you upset, Sarah? Oh, it's just life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, life is messy. Does it is it wrong for me to mention that? What that life is messy? No, but we're having a, what's called an honest, an honest conversation. conversation. Yeah, no. Well I no, it's not it's yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, this isn't this isn't meant to be a therapy session. No, it's you? not. This <laughs> is meant to be you and me sharing our thoughts about stuff. Uh. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's like just watching yeah. a TV show or a film. That's a bit emotional. Yeah. But sometimes, so we're not forgetting. But sometimes it is easier to try and forget situations. Well, let's talk about that after we've heard from our commercial sponsors. I'm just going straight for the gold package. We are Spectrum On Air. Come into the sumptuous world of advertisements, programs and shows that are delightfully curated for the discerning listener, covered in enticing subjects, including dark, rich, delicious digital marketing. Oh, sorry, I got a bit carried away there. You're listening to Spectrum On Air. Back to the conversation. So I was saying it's sometimes easier well not easier it's just you know just to forget or try to forget as if something didn't happen or you you don't want to put all your energy into trying you know <laughs> sounds bad as I about to say something to sort something out or get get something done you just go oh well if that's how it's going to be that's how it's going to be and so I'll just forget and carry on with life which isn't great it's not great saying that out loud, but that is an easy option that some people use to get on with with life. Mm. In other words, they just write it off as a bit of bad luck or something. I don't or... even think they've written it off. They don't even want to like fully acknowledge it out of their thoughts or find out like, oh, what did what's gone on here, what's gone on there. They don't want to do that. They just want to... Can you give an example of what you're talking about? Uh... Something's been upsetting you. Let's hear what it was. Mm... I mean, is it, have you... There's something which happened and you just didn't want to make a big thing of it. I don't know. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, every time in life, like... Oh. Are, you a, are, you, are you worried by conflict? You avoid conflict. I guess so, to an extent, but then... If... Be honest with me, do you avoid conflict? Yes. Yes, you do. Yeah. Because sometimes you think it just will get worse. Do you think Vladimir Putin is one of those people? Who avoids conflict? Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Are you saying I should hire him? <laughs> no, I'm just making the distinction because it's topical given appalling things that are going on in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are some people who like conflict mm. and there are other people who shrink away from conflict. Yeah. And um, that's, I think we're getting into slightly different territory here from forgetting. Mm. But I think we are saying that you shouldn't leave things unresolved if they cause you to be upset by them because you know if, if it stirs a memory and you're still upset by it mm. you didn't resolve it and just walking away from it isn't, wasn't the answer but maybe even though you've forgotten about it and it's not being resolved you still just want to continue and just as if nothing did happen yes but i'm just saying that's not a very satisfactory way to go about it no not if it leaves you feeling easily upset but then what if you're feeling nothing and just like, oh, well. Well, if you can shrug it off. Yeah. That's why I said, I use the expression, write it off, meaning, you know. Yeah. Just not worry about it. Mm. I mean, it, it depends how fragile you are also. Yeah. As to how you think of things that, bad things that happened. Yeah. I mean, do you think that bad things always happen to me? Oh, no. Or, no, no, I'm not asking you the oh. question. Yeah. I'm just posing the, the possible ways of looking at anything bad, you know. Well, that was that was a bit of bad luck, you know, it's unusual. Yeah. Or bad things always happen to me, or it, it always goes wrong for me, or this always happens to me. Yeah. I'm jinxed, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If, you, if that's your mindset, mm. then all these little things, they build up. But if you have a healthy mindset, mm. I hate that expression, you know, healthy approach. Yeah. So that when something happens, you know, shit, I mean, I've got all those good things that happened and sometimes a not great thing happened and this was one of them. Yeah. Write it off, move on. Think about the future. Yeah. Don't drive looking in the rearview mirror the whole time or you'll have a sort of smash on accident, head on accident, won't you? Exactly. Yeah. My German colleague always used to say to me, Daniel, Daniel, you cannot make, you cannot drive without looking in the rearview mirror. Well, that sounds almost French. But anyway, you know, <laughs> but he said a lot of things like, you're skating on hot water. <laughs> that one was still making me laugh last week. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You, mm. you know, if you, so really, I think what we're saying is how you deal with stuff. Yeah. It depends on your state of mind and general mm. personality. Mm. Um, and I think there are a lot of people who don't like conflict. I mean, it, it, this whole thing about safetyism, as it's called, where you don't want to be confronted with things that mm. you find awkward and all these trigger warnings mm. that you get before you read something. And, you know, we talked in our podcast series, didn't we? Jokingly. I mean, uh, well, not the podcast series, is what's it called? I was forget. Homespun Wisdom Talks with My Neighbour. Oh, yes, that's right. I don't know how I should forget that after 75 episodes with you. Yeah. <laughs> you think that would mean protein by now? <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking about that episode where we talk about the warnings you get before you watch a movie. Oh, yes. You know, how they try and avoid you getting upset by telling you it's basically sex and violence. Mm. It's a new one called Discrimination, which covers all the discriminations you can think of just about everybody talking to anybody about anything is some form of discrimination these days. Mm. Even if it's positive, there's positive discrimination. Do you know that? Or oh. you favour somebody because of their ethnic origins or something. Oh. Doesn't, so you, you probably when they say discrimination, they should say negative or adverse, you know, because 
there's the nice sort of discrimination where you go out of your way. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, people don't want to be upset or surprised. Mm. And so, um, and they're getting more and more sensitive. And there are sensitivity readers now, you know, before you publish a book, right? they give it to a whole bunch of people that represent all the awkward groups in society. Yeah. They get upset about everything. Okay. Um, because that's the, that's the way they get along in life. And then they, and those people read it and they make comments about how the book could be changed. I think it's a terrible idea. That is a really terrible idea. Yeah. I mean, all right, you know, if you've immersed yourself in some gangland culture in southeast London, you want to make sure it's authentic. And I get that. Mm. No, they would never say that. I get that. Say this instead. But, I mean, the idea that you, you know, you shouldn't use some form of words because it might upset the L B G T Q A B C D E F G H R J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. They're all in cahoots themselves, aren't they? Community yeah. is you know is getting a bit too far. Yeah. And who are these people anyway that represent that group? Anyway, um, I think we're getting a little bit off the point here, but I, I, I just think that um, yeah, sensitivities are. Are a bit of a problem, and uh, um, we shouldn't pay too much attention. People should just get more upset. Good art, mm. good literature, good conversations like the one we were having should be capable of upsetting you. I upset you, not in an intentional way. You didn't upset but, me. No, but what I mean is I could see it provoked emotion. Mm. And would you prefer to have a life where there's a warning saying this next episode may provoke, you know, these feelings would you prefer yeah. to avoid all that no there'd be no point to life if you did that so i think that yeah you know we, we, we when we talk about forgetting and remembering you know we should have a robust personality yeah and not look for victimhood mm. um, and protection from things as the answer to all of yeah. this but then sometimes you can be too robust yeah yeah meaning meaning that Whatever's brought up, you you just think, oh well, <laughs> you carry on. You, you just brush it off. Well, I think there's a, a difference between brushing it off because you're confident about yourself and you don't want to be detained by it, right? And thinking, uh, I'm not going to have an argument about that, yeah. And just living with the consequences, like the false confession that I was talking about. Yeah. There's a big difference between those two, right? And allowing that to become the narrative. Mm. That's I think we've dealt with that point. Yeah. To death. Yeah. So not So look, we've got a few minutes left, Sarah. Yes. How are we gonna pull all this together? This episode was about not forgetting. Yeah. Highlighting things, good or bad, to bring up honest conversations and find where people stand. Do you think a photo album could be a good thing? Oh, yes. I mean, when I'm having a fight with Jane, mm. I always look at our wedding photos. Mm. Go back to the Garden of Eden. Right. Um, before Original Sin. Yeah. I mean, original Sin is the day after, isn't it, really, pretty much? Mm. So I think photo albums, I don't even know if people have them anymore, but maybe they can just put them on their phone well, and just look on those happy days. Yeah. I actually found a picture of Jane. You know, we did, we did albums for all the kids. Yeah. Massive albums. And um, and there'd been a picture I took of Jane some years ago in Cornwall. We were staying at a Coast Guard cottage 
And I remember taking it. it was, she was against a wall, and I was very close to the wall, so there was this massive out of focus of the wall running down to her. She was in focus, and everything was out of focus. It was a classic me mm-hmm. picture. Probably shot at f1.2. Yeah. At the 60th. Yeah. Okay. Probably would have been a 500th, actually. <laughs> 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 it was the darkest day imaginable. Um, I'm almost showing my complete ignorance of photography there. Um, I probably had some HP4, HP4 in there. HP source? <laughs> no, it's Ilford film stock. But, you know, but, but she was smiling in a way that I need to remember her smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Life sometimes has been hard. Yeah. And I want to remember that. Yes. But even if people don't have physical photo albums, what's great about phones these days is that it will it will shoot up a memory on this day. And often I, I share the picture of whoever's in the photo with me or it gives me a moment to think, oh, actually, that was a yeah. great time. Oh, yeah. I did have well, fun that was there. Daniel eating a Jaffa cake when we were recording. Yeah, or offering me cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> that one popped up the other day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's great. And especially if my brother's kids, because they've now got phones, uh, I'll send it to them. And they love it, seeing pictures of themselves when they're three. See, or... you're, you're creating a narrative there, if you're in the pictures as well. I'm rarely ever in the picture. Well, or taking the picture, but we're there. Yeah. You're, you're establishing a narrative yeah. to protect yourself for the inevitable wrongs you'll do in life for them. Mm. They'll have that body of stuff where it will, you see if something runs against the narrative, Yeah. they don't accept it or believe it or dismiss it. Right. That's what I was trying to say. If you believe you're, you've had a good life, mm. things have gone well, when something goes wrong, it runs against your self-narrative. So you don't accept it. You don't allow it to infect you. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Whereas if your narrative is things always go wrong, I always have bad luck, I'm jinxed, I'm this or that. And then when it happens, you just sort of, you don't resist. You think that's just normal. You almost find it easier to accept that yeah. than the alternative. Yeah. I mean, we all need to get up one day and be a bit like Vladimir Putin. Although in his case, I just wish he'd throw himself off the fifth floor balcony and spare us all. I think somebody might push him off actually after a good vodka dousing. Um, well, here's to wishful thinking for all <laughs> humanity. Yeah. yeah. So, Sarah. Okay. Um, hopefully, you know, rambling, some version of useful, practical information has come out. I hope so. Um, we're not therapists. We're definitely not. But we are saying. Remember the good stuff and have ways to prompt it mm. and have those, have that narrative established somewhere. Yeah. And be forgiving enough to let the bad stuff go and not keep harking back to it yeah. and harping on about it. Oh, there's harping and harking. Harping. <laughs> harping. Um, harping and harking, yeah. Could be two detectives. They could indeed. So, right. that, yeah, if somebody's made efforts to put it right just let it go let it go agree that it's not going to be mentioned again it's That's forgotten it. it's done and dusted yes. what's done and dusted me there's no dirt to clear up okay right. it's like making good builders they never say they always say and make good they never say dust no. so they always have henry don't they yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i guess they are in a way 
Henry will and suck everything up. Yeah. <laughs> Make good and Henry. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. All right, listeners, thank you so much for joining us yet again for a conversation of honesty. Till next time. Ciao for now. There were nights when the wind was so cold That my body froze in bed If I just listened to it right outside the window There were days when the sun was so cool That all the tears turned to dust And I just knew my eyes were drying up I finished crying in the instant that you left And I can't remember where I went or how And I banished every memory you and I had ever made When you touch me Touch me like and you this. hold me like that. Hold me like I that. just had to admit that it's all coming back to me when I touch you like this. Touch you like that. And I hold you like that. Hold you like that. It's so hard to believe, but it's all coming back to me.